Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jasmine St. Clair, and you're listening to the number one uncensored internet radio show, Beer, Boobs, and Craziness, with the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, and the man who drinks so much, he pees barely and poops hops, Chris Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thank. sorry for the late start. We're having some technical issues, but we're, uh, we're live right now, ready for an awesome show. Uh, and Mr. Engineer, if you call our first guest, let's get this shit started. Um, by the way, while he's uh, placing the phone call, every show we play a drinking word, uh, drinking game. Hello. Hello, is this Mia Vallis? <laughs> yes. Hey! <laughs> finally yes! got you on the phone. <laughs> it's only taken like a month. I mean, right. <laughs> Supposed to have you on the show a couple weeks ago, and uh, we got some bogus number, and we actually called this this girl. It was some girl named Patty, I think. Susie. Susie. And she's like, hey, what is this? I'm like, you're live on air. And she's like, ah. And, and she's she like, hung oh. up. Yeah, and she like hung up. <laughs> yeah, so we, we found out we had the wrong number. So, And then tonight, we're having all kinds of technical issues. We couldn't hear our engineer. and all kinds of shit. So I'm like, oh, my God. We're just like destined not to have her on the show, but we finally oh have you. God. So this is awesome. <laughs> This is awesome. You so have we're to very work really hard for it. Yes, yes. yes. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so we're very excited to have you on the show finally. Um, and uh, I think you, uh, now, for those uh, people that don't know who you are, uh, you're an adult performer, um, and uh, yeah. it's like you're you're kind of you kind of just started in the business, or, or have you been in it for a while? Well, I did fetish for about two and a half years. So I was doing like the whole dominatrix thing. I was in bondage. Mm-hmm. I was like being tickled and all that silly stuff popping balloons and then um and now i'm kind of switching over and i want to be i want to i want to put my big girl panties on and i want to go and and suck some dick like (laughs) can i say that (laughs) oh yeah you totally you say whatever you want absolutely no rules on this okay okay no rules (laughs) um no all right so uh so actually i didn't know that so you're you're kind of crossing over from the bdsm thing and you're, you're going into the mainstream porn yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. I, yeah. I love the acting. I love the acting in it. And I love that it's more realistic and that it's stuff that I actually like. And a lot, I mean, I like a lot of the fetish stuff that I did. Um, mm-hmm. But in this, it's like you're having sex, you know, <laughs> you're doing it on camera. You're, you know, I'm getting my act, you know, my acting thing out there and, and I'm having sex, and I'm having orgasms. I mean, it's a great time. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I don't have to, like, make up all these creative things about all the bruises. It's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, now, are you into the new, like, I, I've noticed, and, and so has Cassie, that the new, there's a new wave of uh, male porn stars. Like, um, they look like regular guys now. I mean, may, maybe they have gigantic cocks. But I remember, like, when I was uh, watching porn originally, yeah, like, in the 90s, all the guys had like ponytails and they were all like fucking boiled up, chiseled, like pumping iron and shit like that. And like, uh, you know, and I think guys really couldn't relate to those guys because we don't look like those guys. So I think like that porn has kind of become smarter as far as casting 
regular guys in porn. Are you more into like the regular guys, or are you more into like the uh, you know the guys with the ponytails that are they're chiseled? Um, I'm into I'm into like a really good dick, honestly. Um, <laughs> That's all that matters. It doesn't matter what's behind the dick, just the dick itself. I'm not concerned. really too concerned with the like you know i mean as long as they keep in shape you know whatever like right, right. i don't i don't really like to date people that are out of shape i'll, I'll i mean i don't i don't really do that too much because I'm, I'm way too active mm-hmm. you know i mean unless you can keep up with me and you're out of shape like that's cool i don't care but it, <laughs> you got to keep up right you know right, right. So somebody that's kind of in shape so that that's good hey you're originally from yeah. uh you're originally from new jersey right all right, so <laughs> I was born. All right, so I was born in Iceland, and nice. I grew up in Florida. Okay. okay, I went to the first college for my bachelor's in Georgia. I went up to Indiana for my master's, and then after I was done in Indiana, I came over to New Jersey. Now, gotcha. um, and then I lived in New Jersey. And I became, like, somewhat a semi-Jersey girl for a minute. And then I started flying everywhere else, you know, for fetish and everything. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. So that's, that's kind of, like, my map. Yeah, so kind of, uh, kind of all over the place. Yeah. Kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, all, I've been all over. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, well-traveled women are always, uh, always good. Oh, yeah. and, uh, I'm sure you've picked up... Uh, <laughs> different sexual things in each place that you've traveled. Like, uh, I'm sure people have sex differently in what in Indiana than they probably do in New Jersey. Probably really boring in Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh, <they're> <laughs> dirty in Indiana. Really? Really? Wow. Dirty. Oh. Like, like after oh. they're done, like, uh, farming, they like to get real dirty. <laughs> I, mean, I got, all. I got all the romantic guys in, in Georgia. I did. I got all the romantic guys in Georgia. Um, I got, there was either super vain guys in Florida or like super family guys. I didn't really get like an in-between. Gotcha. And then, and then California was just like whatever about sex kind of guys, Mm -hmm. you know, but they like knew what they were doing. Oh yeah. I need to write a book. Like (laughs) you should, you should write a book. Like sexual adventures, you know, like in different States and stuff like that. I, I definitely read that. I definitely read that. Um, <laughs> so like, as far as the, the BDSM thing, like, uh, when we originally said you were going to be on the show, we had a lot of fans that were like messaging us because I guess we had a lot of fans that for some reason are into BDSM. I don't know what that's about, but, but in any case, <laughs> is that something that you're into like in your personal life or is that something you just like just got into because like, yeah, um, okay. yeah, that's something that I'm so, yeah, I'm very personal about it. Um, it's a very personal thing for me, which is also why I'm switching over to more mainstream. Okay. Because it's not something that I I really want to continue sharing with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and sex has always kind of been like a like a fun love kind of thing, like okay. that I kind of want to share with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but BDSM, it's more like you kind of have to trust the person like a hundred percent, and just kind of like taking those chances with so many different people, you know, and I just, yeah, I just leave it to be a personal thing, more of a personal thing, but I, I will have some BDSM and stuff still in some future scenes. It's not going away completely. Uh, of okay. course, you know, you're just but, kind of drifting away from it in a sense. 
yeah, I'm just, I'm not doing just strictly like that anymore. Um, probably won't see me on kink.com, but I will be on, I will be doing different, uh, bondage scenes and different things. Is there anything like that you won't do? Like, will you not like poop on a guy or something like that? I mean, is there anything that you won't do as far as BDSM is concerned? Uh, I won't. I won't do like a two girls one cup situation. Um, oh, that's a that's little bit different sure. because I don't think that's really. Yeah, a BDSM. I'm not in this. They're just eating shit. No, I'm not in this cat at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in this cat at all. Um, but there's really not too much that I wouldn't do. Uh, I'm really hardcore with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like I really go all out. Like if it's not going to kill me, I'm pretty good with it. <laughs> it's not going like, to. All right, so all right, there's your limit. If, if you yeah, don't if die, it's not going to kill me. I'll do it. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never really been, been into that, the, the BDSM thing, but Cassie's mentioned in the past that she wanted to be a, a mistress. Yeah, I would. I would be such a good dominatrix. <laughs> Seriously, like I really do because yeah. you really don't have to do. You have anything. a great voice for it. Thanks. There you go. Yeah, and my kid thinks I'm the meanest person on earth. So hey, I think I, I'm training. Um, but, but no, it's 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 funny because I always said you know that I could totally do something along the lines of not. In a physical sense, like not like sex with an involved, but like, hey, I'll whip you, I'll spank you, I'll, like you can lick my boots and like jerk off on them, like whatever. But <laughs> you know, like I could, to- I could totally do that. Hey, whatever, you paying me like six hundred dollars an hour? Fuck yeah, like come on, let's go. You can jerk off on my boots, right? <laughs> For six hundred dollars uh, an hour, a guy can jerk. I don't off think on it's my six. Shoes. I think it's like three or something. <laughs> I've heard, but whatever. I've like, heard. It depends on what you're doing, right? So, you know, I could totally, whatever. Like, Yeah, and I don't care if you want to do that as long as the guy's not banging you. Since when? You were always like, I don't want you to do that. Well, I mean, that was like, you know, that was like, you know, probably normal. He's all heated now. He's all amped up. (laughs) (laughs) He's okay with it. (laughs) What, am I going to be a fucking square over here? (laughs) Hey, I read something uh, very interesting. Mia, are you like really into Jeffrey Dahmer? Is that true? Well, okay, so I'm not, like, into him like that. I I am getting my Ph.D. in psychology and forensic psychology. Okay. And forensic psychology is basically criminal psychology. Like, I want to go into the minds of the most disgusting serial killers and disgusting people. And um, I want to map out their brains and figure out why it is they are that way. Um I don't necessarily want to be the one that treats them because I don't know if I believe in a treatment for the people that are like that. Uh-huh. But um, I do want to completely map out their minds and people like Jeffrey Dahmer, like uh, John Wayne Gacy is, I wrote like a, an entire um, like 50 page book on him. Wow. And like, I mean, I, I mean, I went to town on John Wayne Gacy um he's a super interesting guy it's it's just he was he fit so well into society and he did all that crazy shit at his mom's house like i mean it's just it's really crazy it's so, just interesting how the mind works right? yeah 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 me is like my spirit animal yeah. that's what i wanted to do in a form and you know when i was younger 
I was like, I want to be a forensic psychologist. Seriously. <laughs> so then it's interesting. No, I love it. I love it. Um, if I, I mean, I've, if I could work in like maximum security prisons, I, I totally would. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think that uh, society would allow that after being in porn. But um, right, right. If I if I could, that would be awesome. It's a very interesting combination. So you're into uh, the psychology of crazy ass fucking people and huge cocks. I mean, that's pretty interesting. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Well, well, whenever I was a kid, I was, like, super socially retarded. Like, I wasn't, you know, like, I wasn't autistic or anything. But, like, I was super socially retarded. Yeah. And um, I was just, I was just a nerd. I was just a super, I was a bookworm, you know. I was a, I was a complete nerd. And um, so I, I got into psychology later, a little bit later on in life because it helped me understand people more. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of been pushing that and pushing that. And now I want to figure out what crazy people are like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? I mean, but right. no, I already have my certifications in cybersecurity and network plus and everything. I have, um, I have all these certifications. I worked in intelligence with the air force. Um, I did, I've, I mean, I've done so much, you know, I've done so much. I'm breaking the stigma, the porn stigma of how women <laughs> are. No, you definitely are. are. I mean, we've interviewed a lot of porn stars on this show, and uh, I have to say, and not just because I have you on the phone, that you're probably one of the most interesting porn stars yeah. that we've ever had on. Because definitely the most educated one. <laughs> definitely the most educated one, yeah. <laughs> because, oh my God, we've had Thank some parents on, on the air. Um, so so Thank that's, you. That's, that's definitely good stuff. <laughs> that's definitely good stuff. Um, <clears throat> so... Um, is there anything that you'd like to uh, to promo? I mean, do you have anything coming up that you'd like to talk about? Oh, I'm about to start doing my first boy-girl scenes out in okay. Los Angeles. Okay. The 8th through the 14th. 8th through the 14th. So keep a close eye out for those because I know a couple people. I did get scared two years ago away from it, and there's a couple people that brought it up on my Twitter. I, yeah, I see you. I see you guys talking shit on there um, <laughs> about how – if I'm going to run away again and no, I don't, I'm not going to run away again. I just want everything to be done the way I want it to be done. It's simple as that. Like I want it to be done right. And I want to work with whoever I want to work with. And that's how it's going to be. Um, choice. It's your choice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have, I don't not doing this for the money. I have an excellent savings. Um, I, I do it because I love it. I love, that the community is all about just like one love and it's, it's kind of a hippie thing for me to say, but I mean, I'm down. <laughs> is there I'm anything like, as far as straight sex is concerned, is there anything that you won't do like, like midgets or you know, <laughs> Puerto Ricans or something like that? <laughs> well, I've already done a dwarf in my actual personal life. Um, <laughs> so That's awesome. that. <laughs> I've never had sex with a black guy before. I'm not opposed to it. But I never have. So now it's become like this unicorn, like this <laughs> this thing that I'm that I'm like really nervous about now because it's like your first kiss. Like you think about it for like way too long, so it has to be absolutely perfect. Right. And you know it, it just isn't. But like you know, like you have to try for it to be perfect. So um, 
yeah. <laughs> but I would, I would like, you know, whenever that does happen, um, for that to be on camera. I like well, my first love to be on big camera. Cocks, and obviously, you know, black, most black eyes have huge cocks. So that kind of goes, uh, well, no, with I'm not other. scared of that. I'm not scared. No, 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 no I didn't think you'd be scared of, of the cock, <laughs> but, um, you know, that, that, that's, no. that's good. I, I, I'm kind of the same way with, with Asian chicks. I get yellow fever sometimes. Uh, but of course I'm Ooh, married. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I can't go out and do Asian chicks, but at least I have the, the freedom yeah. of look at porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just to swing back to the psychology thing real quick. Um, so, like, okay. one of the things that is a guy, like, ner- like I, I'd be nervous as a guy. If uh, I was doing a girl that was into, you know, psychology and reading people's minds, like, if a guy wants to, like, come on your face, do you, like, automatically think, oh, he must have mommy issues or something like that? Or or does that not, you know, no. get in the bedroom? Okay. No, I'm like, like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm a dirty bitch. Like, you come on me like a goddamn yeah let's do it i'm ready <laughs> nice i don't overthink that shit at all i'm like yeah fuck yeah all right good so you kind of throw out the psychology thing uh when you're when you're banging a guy which is which is good um is there no is there any- no i don't i don't analyze people like that <laughs> is there any place that you prefer to uh receive the the cum shot like like oh i love it when a guy comes on you know this certain spot I really like to swallow, to be honest with you. I, I, that's like my jam. I love it. That's your jam. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I think every I really guy do. out there just got very excited when you said that. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I can't really think of a place on my skin. Like, I mean, I, I really can't think of one. Like, it's always the left eye that they shoot it into, though, whenever they shoot it in your face. <laughs> Does anybody else get that? Uh, what the left eye? Well, see, Cassie, the left, left eye in her come face. in your face. In yeah, the I mean, left I, eye, Cassie, have anybody ever come, come in no. your face? I, so my wife has never let God, anybody. It has been in my left eye every time. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you start wearing an eye patch over that eye? That way, it doesn't I'm get it. Thinking in. about it. I'm thinking about. It. I'm trying to be sexy, leaving my eyes open and shit, looking at them and. <laughs> and it's always in my left eye. Oh my God. And then it's, <laughs> from I'm like, ah. <laughs> <And> it burns. <laughs> Ew, the left eye. Sometimes I'm not a dude. I don't have to worry about receiving Ew. a shot of fucking <laughs> <in my> face. <laughs> a straight dude. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry. A straight dude. Yes, a straight dude. I mean, but gay guys, I, I can probably, gay, gay guys probably love cum. Oh, Mia, before before we let you go, uh, there's one question I want to ask you because Cassie is totally against this. How do you feel about scissoring? Like, would you, you, like, I'm not uh, against it. I just said it doesn't work. Have you ever scissored before with a, with another woman? I've never scissored. Um, I saw it on Channel 7 whenever I was growing up. Um, channel 7? Which channel is – got to shout out Channel 7. Channel 7 was like <laughs> – it was whenever like the TV channels, um, the lower channels started showing porn like at like 1 or 2 a.m. Like, it was, like, a long time ago. It was whenever I was a kid, like, a little kid. But, um, no, I saw, like, two lesbians do it one time. I just don't understand how that would work. Um, I'm not really... I don't know. I don't see how that would work. We've actually I, had porn stars tell us it doesn't work, and he still does not believe me. Because it's, you're taking your, your 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 clit, right, and you're rubbing it against another girl's clit. Doesn't so why work would that it way? Feel because good? it doesn't work that way. I, I don't know. I just. But uh, it's not like a dick. Just because you rub it right. doesn't mean it's going to get all excited. See. Ah, 
killing my dreams here. That's my favorite position. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Sorry. Nobody agrees with me. <laughs> Nobody agrees. Everybody's against the scissor. I love the scissor. Oh, man. Just pretend like we didn't uh. say it. <laughs> it's okay. All right, Mia, thank you so much for calling in. Th- thank you for hanging in with us. Um, you know, sorry about the technical difficulties and everything at first. But- oh, you're good. Yeah, no, no. Thank you so yeah, much, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. And yeah, definitely, and for, man. You, you guys listening, um, yeah. at Mia Vallis. It's on, it's on Twitter, Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Every social media account is at Mia Vallis. No, like, underscore bullshit. No, the Mia Vallis. It's at Mia Vallis. Super simple. <laughs> awesome awesome well i encourage everybody to check you out and i can't wait for the uh for the new scenes that you're doing uh that's awesome and uh when they come out we'll certainly oh, yeah. promote it and uh and uh yeah man we're psyched we're psyched so thank you thank so you. much i'll send you back uh, yeah. photos or something <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome sweet <laughs> but th- <laughs> thank you so much for talking with All us right. and uh and uh yeah thank All you right. so much you guys have a great night All right, thanks, you too. thanks. Bye. 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 Oh my out. <laughs> she was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric should be calling in. He did tell me he was going to call at nine thirty five, but it's now nine thirty. So oh, okay. Might so, be you. Yeah, whatever. We're doing it if not. So um No, she was great. She was great. She like, was. Um, you know, anybody that's you know, big fans of the show that's they're so hit or miss. So listen to the pastor. So hit or miss. You know, I always want porn stars. That's like the theme of our show: drinking dirty in Jersey. So we like having porn stars and beer guests on. So, but sometimes we'll call a porn star, and it's just the worst interview ever. Oh my god! You could tell she was really smart, though. Yeah, very. So smart. it helped. Like she's very talkative. She's doing, plus, she's been on the radio a bunch too. So she. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of natural, and yeah. you know, it, it, she she answered everything, and uh, you know, it was it was just a good interview. Sometimes we have those porn stars where I ask them a question, and they'll like not want to answer it, or they'll just be quiet, or they have a bad you know, signal on their phone, or whatever the fuck it is. Right. So. Right. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway. So anyway, while we're waiting for Eric to call in, if he does call in, um, you know, let's talk about some uh, social news. Oh, one thing I do want to talk about is um, if anybody hasn't seen this show yet, it's called Stranger Things on Netflix. Oh, my God. It's like the best show ever. Anybody that's a fan of the 80s 80s movies like The Goonies or E.T. or any kind of Stephen King book, you're going to love this show. Firestarter. Yeah. Firestarter. Oh, my God. Uh, It's just like an 80s movie. It's just so good. There's only eight episodes. Winona fucking Riders in it. Yeah. Which I think is her first movie since Beetlejuice. I mean, like, it's a show, but yeah. A show, I'm first, sorry. Like, I said gig. Movie, but first gig. Nah, movie. she was in that horrible reality bite movie. Yeah, but that was like that what, came out in the 90s? 90s? Yeah, but that was after Beetlejuice. Yeah, well, that's true, but she hasn't done anything in so long. Actually, the, the, remember she robbed the store? She stole yeah. some clothes or something From like Barney's that? Barney's or something in the city. That just blows my I mean, obviously, that's a mental sickness because she was a millionaire. She doesn't even right. fucking steal a scarf. Right. And she fucking, like, stole that, and I think her career kind of died off after that. Yeah. Um, but, no, great show. Uh, you know, they, they, the, the, direct, the guys who made that movie, the, the, what, the Duffer Brothers The Duffer or Brothers, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, you know, just a just great movie. We thoroughly – a movie – we thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, you know, great. A lot of twists, you know, twists and turns. You're not sure what's going on. Um, they do wrap it up nicely. There may be a season two, but they do wrap it up. It's not like they left all these holes open. Well, left some things open. Some things open. Like, you know, the the the, uh, the sister got with that douchebag at the end. It's like, oh, how can that happen? But, you know, um, but, you know, just great, great fucking show. I, I recommend it to anybody. 
anybody that's looking for something to do, blah, 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 check it out on Netflix, Stranger Things. Just just, just awesome. Yeah. Oh, we got a caller. Mm. Uh, hello, you're on Drink It Dirty in Jersey. Hey, it's E-Rock. Hey! How you doing, man? Good. You guys up and running now, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Jesus up and running. Christ. We had some technical <laughs> difficulties at first, which... Which happens when um, you know engineers in LA and we're in Jersey, so sometimes yeah, there's happens. some technical difficulties. But good, we got though. it all ironed out, so we're 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 good to go now. But uh, uh, you know, very, very excited to talk to you, man. Um, you know, uh, you, you've been in radio what since you were 16 or something like that, I think. Yeah, you know, ever since I figured out you could lie to a radio station and then say that you're in college and get an internship. Nice. Uh, I've been doing it. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. That's that's true to my heart, man. Yeah, I, like I wish I would have done that. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's the there's the secret right there. But well, back uh, back the, then, it was before the companies merged. They didn't have like a lot of computer stuff running everything. So you just tell them, yeah, I filled out that piece of paper. I handed it to you, and they went, oh, okay, no problem. And then nobody looked. Nowadays, you got to go through background checks and credit checks and all that stuff. Yeah, right. It's not as easy. It's not as easy. Um, <clears throat> one of the reasons we contacted you, though, because I know you're very into beer. Um, which uh, which we're very excited about. Actually, I think you just did a show at Demented Brewery, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, um, back in, uh, I think it was the end of June, we did our second anniversary show for uh, my show on SiriusXM, and we did it at Demented Brewery Company in uh, Middlesex, New Jersey, and they're fairly new. I think they've only been open for like a year or two or something like that, and uh, they're good friends with our producer, so it just kind of all came together, and uh, we did it there, and it was an amazing time. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we had them on the show, I think, right before they opened or right when they opened. Yeah, it right about like, that time. Right around when they were, like, opening up. So, yeah, I think, I think they're, yeah, it's been like a year, I think. Yeah, and they have some, uh, they have some pretty awesome beer. Is there, is there a particular beer that you had there that was your favorite or, or one that you'd recommend? Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's very seasonal, but they did a strawberry cream ale, which was amazing. Oh, so that's yeah, fresh pick, fresh picked strawberries and uh, did through the whole fermenting process and then boom comes out. It's a bright pink color with a bit of a foamy head on it and you drink it. It's amazing. Wow, sounds really good. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Is um, what's your uh, what, like? What's your favorite type of beer? Like if you uh, like if you go to the liquor stores or a certain beer that you prefer over other like IPAs or you know LLs. Um, you know what? Because the whole beer thing has been is still and you know forever should be a learning process. Anyone who thinks they know everything about it, you know, is is full of shit and kind of come off as like an expert because there's always new stuff coming out and there's always new right. techniques and new ways of doing things and you, you'll never know everything about it. Just like wine, you know, people who right. uh, who try to impress you when you're sitting down at dinner at a restaurant and they're smelling <laughs> it and swishing around their keys and they're trying to give you a history. It's like no one asked. Just pick a bottle <laughs> red or white, something that goes good with steak or lobster or, or Italian food. That's all we say. Hey, you know what? Pick a nice bottle. Leave it at that. So the same thing goes with beer. <laughs> you know, when somebody tries to tell you so much, like, oh, let me tell you about all you know the different types of beer. If you didn't ask, they're trying to show off, and they don't really know as much as you think that they know. Or they, they think that they know. If you ask them, totally different scenario. It's when they volunteer it, then you go... To quote George Carlin, ah, he's full of shit. But anyway, it's been you know three years I've been into this, still a learning process. Um, I know what I don't like more than I know what I do like because I'm willing to try everything. But uh, you know, it also depends too. You can have like a 
like a blonde or a pale ale or an IPA or something like that, but everybody makes it different. So yeah. just because it fits into that category doesn't mean everybody has the same kind of uh, type of formula as they're doing it. I right. do know for a fact, though, I, I'm not a sour guy. I've really tried and tried. I know some of my friends are. Uh, Gil's on my show is a huge sour fan, and I know it's a big deal, but I really, really try. And I always still try to like that, but it never works out for me, and yeah. I just can't figure it he out. He doesn't like them, and I love them. Yeah. So no, we're, like, totally torn over here. I can't do the sour thing. And not that I don't, like, necessarily like the taste of sours, but sours get to me because it seems like there's a lot of more sugar in the sours than, than in other beers. Um, so it kind of gives me heartburn all the time, the sours. Well, it's done differently. Just done differently, I yeah, guess. It's yeah, got, it's got, like, a different acidity to it and stuff that makes it like that. Now, if somebody yeah. makes a sour that's, you know, kind of made with pickle brine or something like that, I'll be all over to try that. Oh, but, uh, As of right now, sours, I, I know people love them, and I, I really don't try to, you know, uh, to knock them, but they just they just don't work for me, and I don't know why. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like no, I said, it's I'm definitely like at a quiet, like it's a definite. You have to like it. Like it's not one of those things that you can like. I don't even just like it. Eventually, like I think you have to either like it or not. Like, and that's know. what's funny too. You have to. It's an acquired taste. You have to like it in a drink that normally has everybody having to acquire the taste to like. Nobody likes beer when they first have it. You know, right. it doesn't matter what age. The first time you try it, it's awful. But, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> you know, you keep going at it, you acquire the taste, or you change your taste buds, and then you learn to like it. Yeah. But it's funny that you have to learn to like a beer when beer you have to learn to like in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. No, de- no, definitely, definitely. Um, we were just uh, we were just talking about Stranger Things, and I know you just tweeted about that. You do watch the whole thing. I did. Um, I, I normally, when something good comes out, I try to you know binge and plow through it. But it's been a busy week, so I've been watching it like a, a episode a night or two nights or whatever. That's like what we did. <laughs> and I finally, finally got through the whole thing, and it's amazing. I think it's really good. It's it's an adult version. Somebody, I was complaining on Twitter that everyone says, "Oh, it's the Go- it's like the Goonies," and I don't think it's anything like the Goonies because people weren't dying and there wasn't trans-dimensional you know, uh, monsters killing people and kidnapping people and all this stuff. So it's like, alright a couple of kids are on a bike uh, are on bikes and they're riding through the woods. It does not make the Goonies, you know? Right. <laughs> but it does have a feel of, somebody who said it does have a feel of Goosebumps if you ever read those books growing yeah. up or seen the yes. shows when they do that yep. where something they did comes to life and then starts ruining everything. It's an adult version of Goosebumps. I get or like that, that, that show, of, um that show Erie, Indiana, that used to be on, it kind of reminds right, me Right, on that. Nickelodeon. That yeah, show is amazing, yeah. too. Um, <laughs> I watched that, you know, uh, in the 90s. I think I was in my teen years. It was, I was actually too old for that show, but I watched it anyway. Who cares? Um, it has the feel of that. as a feel of, like, uh, some Lost Boys, some Monster Squad. Uh, also, I, it had a lot of feeling of Twin Peaks. It's a creepy town with odd inhabitants and very somber yes. music. That plays, but the, and the best part with this show is the music does not emphasize when the uh, the action or the dramatic or scary parts are. Like in right. you watch The Conjuring or Insidious, I love those movies, but the music usually leads you up to something right. like you know something's about to happen. Here, it's just like someone leaned on the uh, back end of the board, and you just hear a, a bass tone synthesizer. Right, right. Something just crawling out of the wall, or lights are exploding, or something like that. So, 
It's an amazing show. If you haven't had a chance to see it uh, for your listeners, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, no, it's 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 very eighties too. Like I like a lot of eighties movies were like very like the government's the bad guy. Were like right, uh, right. newer movies. I don't think they really paint the government as a bad guy. But this was like ET in a way, where like you know the, the government's like the bad guy, and they're ch- and it's very ET. I thought the Eleven was kind of like ET, and there's a lot of similar scenes there. Uh, even like kid going back to the shit in the first episode. That's very ET. Um, Somebody so, wrote also that it, it, it's, um, it, and this is what I was initially thinking at the time, but I, I didn't express it when I was saying it's not the Goonies. It's very Stand By Me, but it's yes. also a bit of it mixed with it. Yes. So it's got, yes. it's got its tones of Stephen King in it. And it's oh, a definitely. great series because if you didn't know anything about it and didn't recognize where they were pulling from, you would think that this is just a cheesy, crappy attempt at a sci-fi thing. But having known all the history and seeing what they're pulling from is sort of an homage to make this whole story. You watch it on a different level, and then you're like, oh, my God, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it was great. I mean, like, uh, and, and they really, like, the writers, you could tell, obviously, they, they molded a bunch of 80s stuff into yeah. just one show. And it was just, uh, it was awesome. And obviously, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the 80s stuff. So, uh, no, I just loved it. Well, what I thought was really cool was that the font that they used for the writing of the show was actually, like, the font that Stephen King used, like, on every single book that came out, like, in the late 70s, early 80s. Like, <laughs> that was the font. Like, it's actually... Like they did it on purpose, and a friend of mine was like, "Oh, you know, it was this was like a Stephen King book." book. And I'm like, "No, it wasn't." I'm like, it "Are you talking about like... the? Are you talking about the title screen that comes? Yeah, up? yeah, yeah. Okay. When the music comes yeah. on, and yeah, and it says Stranger Things, and it's like it's that's like it looks just like every Stephen King book that was in the library back in like 1987 <laughs> when I was a kid, and I was like, "Oh, this looks cool." But um, no, my friend was like, "It was a book," and I'm like, "No, it wasn't. It just looks like it was." you know, part of that whole thing because he had nothing. I mean, he really didn't have anything to do with it other than they were pulling references from him. And and despite the fact that Winona Ryder is in it, you don't really get pulled out of story because she doesn't really look or come off as Winona Ryder. Not at all. And I think, and I think it's great that everybody in that cast is pretty much unknown. So you're believing the story and not thinking, you know, well, what actor or actress is that person or those kids? I think it's on a sitcom somewhere or something like that. Nobody in that in that uh, series you recognize, even with Winona Ryder there, and it really keeps you involved with the show. Well, it probably helped that this is the first time Winona Ryder has done a film since she was caught stealing a shirt at that store. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we haven't really seen her in anything in a long time. A long time. That I can remember, anyway. I could be wrong, but I don't remember being in anything recently. Not recently. <clears throat> Winona Ryder. No, not at all. And this is the era of comebacks, you know, a 20-year cycle. She should have been back in a new project and had some sort of resurrection. And, and you know, I guess this is it, but this isn't the big Hollywood resurrection, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, this, she, she this was, gives her street cred, not you know, celebrity status, though. Right, right. No, yeah, definitely. And they they kind of opened it up for a season two, which I'm nervous about because a lot of times they'll take these really good shows, make season, season two, two, and just fucking sucks. ruin it. So I don't know where they go with a season two, but um, you know, I'm, I'm very nervous about it. So hopefully, if they do go with a season two, it's not they still follow the same theme and it's and it's uh, you know still just as good. So well, I, I I don't want to say anything because you know people are still watching it, but right. you know in the last episode it gives you a, an inkling of where they're going to go with the second season. And when that first and when it came out within two weeks, they already announced, oh, we're renewing for season two. Like, did that ever happen? It never yeah. does. Netflix is really taking some chances, and I guess saw 
the immediate draw to this thing, and they're like, yep, season two coming in 2017. Yeah, then the only thing, I mean, they, they closed it up pretty nicely. Like, if they'd ever made a season two, I'd be okay with it. The only thing I was pissed about is the fucking sister got with that douchebag at the end. The yeah. one that looks like John Raphael from... Uh, no, no. John Raphael from <laughs> Parks and Rec? From Parks and Rec, yeah. All right, it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> when that was going on, it's then you, I'm like, all right, now they're throwing in John Hughes movies into this whole scenario here. Where, like, the ugly girl, like, she's like Ducky almost, you know? Like, the ugly girl gets the hot guy who was really a dick, but then he became the sensitive one, and now he's a hero towards the end. And guess what? Nobody else else acknowledges this. Everyone forgot about her fat, ugly friend. Oh, she died? Oh, okay. Yeah, no one cares. No one went looking for her. They looked for the kid. Oh, she's dead. And then they're like, oh, they sat there kind of with their eyes down for a moment. And then, okay, moving on. Nobody yeah, right. It. it was like nothing. It was like nothing. But like, I mean, that I, poor I guess... mom is sitting there waiting to find out where her kid is. The town is going crazy trying to fight the state and trying to find this will kid. And they're like, well, uh, my daughter's missing. Too. Nobody cares about your daughter. We got to <laughs> find this kid. Well, I mean, she's she was a fat ginger. So that's probably part of it. <laughs> I mean, there's right. There's, if she was a hot girl, I bet you they would have been really upset. And right. Like, oh, my God. She right. died. For all you know, you know uh, here, here's a mini spoiler, but I have to make a point. For all you know, when they find Will in that kind of like cocoon type thing, there were other bodies there. Maybe open the cocoon next to it. Maybe the fat friend was there. You could have saved her, too. No, nope, we just found the one, and we got his whole ass and get out of there. <laughs> it's so Amazing. true. It's so true. Um, all right. Yeah, actually, Eric, we're being told by our engineer that we kind of got to wrap it up, but... Uh, Thank you so okay. much for, uh, for calling in, buddy. Uh, we, we we appreciate it. You, you've, you've been a great caller. Thank you so much. Um, and um, and you you are uh, I, I I know you're the you're on uh, Opie and Jim. You'll be actually you have your own show too. Uh, what is that air? Is yes. that air twice a week or? It's uh it's on uh, it, the initial airing is Friday night, six p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Then uh, encore on Saturday, seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific time. And you can find everything at ericnagel.com or uh, Erock Radio on Twitter. Awesome, awesome, man. All right. Thanks, Eric, so much so much for calling in, buddy. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you. Mendez out. All right, folks. Uh, so we got our callers in. Yes! Yay! <laughs> for anybody listening live, thank you so much for hanging in there for the first 15 minutes because we weren't on. Uh, right. But we figured out, we ironed out all the details. We had two awesome guests on. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Are we, are we on next? We yeah. are on next week. We have uh, in-studio guests, Crooked Mask. Um, they're home brewers looking to start a brewery out of Blairstown, New oh, Jersey. Right. They they're actually live here. right around the corner. They're going to be in-studio. Yeah, we're going to have in-studio. Um, they actually, what's really funny is the one guy's name is Jason. The other guy's last name is Voorhees. And their whole <laughs> nice. thing shtick is built around Friday the 13th. So awesome. that should be very interesting. Um, another guest we have on, uh, we have on Bitter End Hop Farm that's calling in. And uh, for now, those are our two guests. We might have our third guest tonight calling in next week uh, just because we weren't able to get them on the air because of the, d- the difficulties with tonight. But uh, anyway, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, MySpace. MySpace. Holy shit. <laughs> Not, My 2001. Asian yourself. Check us out on Commodore 64. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> uh, Snapchat. We're now on Snapchat. And uh, anything uh, anything else, Finley? Uh, yeah, well, thank you for Mia Valis for calling in and Eric Nagel. And uh, that's it, man. Let's wrap it up. Drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley. Right here on LA Talk Radio. I know. I think we should just have Eric call in another time too and just.